the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, yes. Welcome to Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow him at Bob Rack, B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Locked on Fantasy Football. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked on Fantasy Football it's a daily podcast all year round so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked on Fantasy Football podcast Bo um we had a fun podcast yesterday Marco Wilson like when you first interview a 22 year old kid just been drafted Cardinals traded up for him in the fourth round was known mostly for throwing the shoe at Florida I mean aside from his play on the field that was the lasting mm-hmm. image that people had of him completely unfairly um got a lot of insight not only does he play video games like Kyler Murray does, and he's part of a gaming team that you'll talk about here in a second, but just seems like a dude that wants to learn, and that's what he told us. You know, there's no ego there. There's obviously room to grow in the cornerback room, and he's decided to go in it with the mindset of, I'm going to show up every day to practice and do my best and learn, and we'll see what happens. Like, you asked him a very poignant question of, do you expect to start? Do you expect to play a lot this year? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm just here to learn, and the rest will come. So yeah, that was really yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was. It was. I thought that he was um I thought he said all the right things as far as what his expectations are for his rookie season and just how there are guys in that locker room that have way more experience than than him. He doesn't have this big ego coming from Florida, which is basically a minor league organization for NFL teams. It produces a ton of talent, including Marco's brother Quincy in, in Indianapolis. And he's not going to be like, okay, look, I've got the pedigree. I, I'm coming from a big power five school, a blue blood. And uh, I, I should, you know, have my claim to a starting role right away. I'm going to learn from guys like Malcolm Butler. I'm going to learn from guys like Byron Murphy and maybe Robert Alford if he can stay healthy and uh, hopefully get my opportunities and take advantage of those. You like that. I think got, both Marco Wilson and Tay Gowan uh, are going to surprise some people as fourth and sixth round picks for the first time in a long time as far as their draft position is concerned for the Arizona Cardinals because they're going to have ideal opportunities. It's not going to be Byron Murphy thrown to the flames week one as a second-round pick having to start opposite Tremaine Brock because Patrick Peterson was suspended and Robert Alford couldn't play because of the suspension. It's it, This is going to be a great opportunity for both those guys and hopefully one of them. If one of them pops, if one of them shows that they can belong right away, that's going to be huge and pay off big dividends for the Arizona Cardinals in 2021. Yeah. There, there's been a lot of surprises coming out of the state of Florida. It's a big state. It's a big football state. And <laughs> and after the draft, you know, pundits were like, man, I cannot believe the takeout and drop that far. And the Cardinals made a good move by trading up and drafting Marco Wilson in the fourth round. So again, check it out. It's on our YouTube channel. We talk about public sandwiches. I don't, I still don't get it. How a grocery store sandwich in Florida reigns supreme over all others, but pretty much anybody uh, that's lived or visited Florida and had a public sandwich. Marco gives his um gives his thought on it as well. Kyler Murray gets his respect. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Rodney Hudson is exactly where we thought he was. We'll talk about him 
in uh, the second and third segment. But first, um, so uh, for those that don't know, the Cardinals still have the same uniforms, and it seems like every team in the NFC West is kind of leading the charge on little twinges, little tweaks to their already, you know, eons ahead of the Arizona Cardinal uniforms. Uh, Seattle is the Oregon of the NFL, and the 49ers have already dropped their their throwbacks earlier this offseason a couple weeks ago, and now the Rams are next in tow. Um, Bo, they made a little change to theirs as well, right? Yeah, they did. They released their alternate uniforms, and it's kind of a mix between the jerseys or the uniforms that were pretty heavily criticized last year when they when they re- revealed them. But it's a mix between like the throwbacks, the ones we're seeing on the horrible after school special looking Kurt Warner biopic that's coming out with with uh, Chuck, the guy who played Chuck. Apparently, is Kurt Warner who's got the worst throwing motion and, and re- longest release I've ever seen in my entire life. But those uniforms mixed with the uh, the old, the new school Rams uniforms. But yeah, I mean, you just have to, I, I think that they're an upgrade over what they unveiled last year. And you just, I like that the Rams, I, I was trying to figure out, you know, was this something that was expected for the fan base that they were going to release this? And I found like hints at, uh, at some new uniforms and some alternate uniforms, but nothing concrete. Why, why don't the Arizona Cardinals just get with a designer and somebody just put out an alternate like because like I was watching the NBA playoffs this year and the the Utah Jazz used the entire color wheel basically like they, they there is no like they have so there's so many different uniforms for each NBA franchise like that's just how it's Major League Baseball is going that way why don't the Arizona Cardinals do that at the NFL level I don't know what the rules and restrictions are but get in the game keep up with the Joneses excite a fan base even more so with some new duds yeah no i agree i mean anybody the person who designed the valley jerseys for the sun should be in charge for designing yeah. the new jerseys for the cardinals yes like absolutely when you look at so this is the curve team comes out with new jerseys fans hate them for 10 minutes and then love them because people don't like change even though the cardinals jerseys are a short i i like the black ones a lot I'm a huge fan of the black ones. I, I know the all red people think, you know, that's fine. I would, I would like to see an all white color rush. I think that'd be sexy, but they need to look at like what the Clippers did with their jerseys. Just throw off yeah. the colors, just yep. start over, mm-hmm. start over. Like what is legitimately, what's the worst that could happen? You could sell all of the other ones as throwbacks because they are, because they've been around for seemingly two decades and really just look at, the financial opportunity of nothing else. If you're completely devoid of artistic integrity, artistic love, who cares? You'll make boatloads of money if you put out a new uniform, a new helmet, yep. a new anything that you can market. This is a brand new organization. No Patrick Peterson, seemingly no Larry Fitzgerald. There is a culture where there's winning that's demanded like never before, even during that little pocket of Bruce Arians' time. Mm-hmm. It's time. It is time to just say, right. we're going to start over. Like, yep. even, I don't care if they wear a Kachina jersey uniform for one game a year. I don't know why those crossovers haven't happened yet. We see right. them all over social media. Imagine the Valley jersey in Arizona Cardinals uniform. It may look a little weird with football, but imagine the Kachina jersey, the Coyotes jersey, on an Arizona Cardinals fit on a Sunday. Come on. Yeah. Like, get a, just think outside the box. I do think that they are probably hesitant because they have seen a bunch of the teams in the uh, market 
go through so many like the Arizona Diamondbacks they seemingly change their uniform yeah. like every other year and they've had some pretty big eyesores like they really have uh so you know I think that the Coyotes they've gone through a couple different eras as far as their look but and then the Phoenix Suns I think that's more on the NBA and how they've switched from a couple different uh uniform apparel manufacturers and they finally got it right with Nike but it's it's just so simple. Just throw a bunch of crap at the wall and see what sticks, and you'll find your new identity along the way because you're not going to be heavily criticized. Everybody's doing it. It's, aside from, like, the Green Bay Packers who have, you know, you, you can't touch that uniform. Hell, the, the San Francisco 49ers have a black uniform. They've got a throwback uniform, and then they've got, like, their current, you know, throw, home, away, and alternate uniforms. Like, they, the 49ers, who are a pretty traditional franchise. Yeah, and I mean, the crazy part is, like, if you look at the majority of jerseys, they're boring. Yeah. Like, you find something that works, you like the Colts, you find something that works, and even though yeah. I think they're one of the more eyesore-ish jerseys in football, but just try to find – get that bird off the helmet. I'm sorry. Like, that's that's – if I were running for city office, get the bird off the helmet. What do you want on the helmet again? I don't care. Write Bidwell on the helmet. On I don't give a no. – I don't give a crap. I, I'm, I'm joking. I know you're joking. You want like the state of Arizona? Just nothing. You want, you want nothing. You just want just, numbers. You want to go Cardinals. Up. Cardinals. Arizona. Something. Get that bird off the helmet. Alex Nancy Bobrock, locked on Cardinals. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. I don't doubt that. It doesn't surprise me. Um, we're doing this live. We're going to start shaking things up a little bit. We'll tell you on Friday how we're going to do so. We'll still be here five days a week. Don't worry about that. Uh, this is the good stuff. I mean, we're less than two months away from football. We are 59-ish days away from football. Uh, greetings from Germany as well. Um, coming up next, Kyler Murray gets his due on a list that counts. And PFF um, has nothing to do with it, which is fantastic. First, Bo's got something to talk about. I've got uh, betonline.ag, of course, the fastest, easiest way to get all your sports betting action. Go to betonline.ag. You want action on game four of the NBA Finals? Why not go to betonline.ag? That's the best place to get it done. You also have the American League, National League matchup in the All-Star game tonight. I mean, you're flipping a coin, but uh, you could get the American League at plus one and a half. There's some value there, but as far as the NBA Finals, the one that matters to the Valley most, Phoenix Suns plus four and a half, four and a half point dogs on the road. Can they kind of get back in the groove that they were in the first two games of this series and uh, take a commanding 3-1 lead? If you like that action, go to betonline.ag. Not only do they have all the betting action you can get, but of course they have news. They've got sign-up bonuses. Go to the website right now, your cell phone or on your computer, betonline.ag sign up today and you'll get your 50% sign up bonus this thing is absolutely unbelievable if you put in 100 bucks you get 50 free dollars to just use at your at your own disposal you could just waste 50 dollars on some random sport or if you've got an inkling that the suns are going to cover four and a half go to betonline.ag get your free 50% sign up bonus make the bet you'll thank us later bet online your online sportsbook experts Alex Clancy Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on Asian Cards. Please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, picking up momentum after, what, it's been about a month, Bo, that we've been on there. Appreciate everybody that subscribed. Tell your friends. Tell your siblings. Tell your, you know, parents. Go subscribe. Uh, it's going to be 
an incredible, incredible 2021 season for Lockdown Cardinals. Uh, we've got some more guests coming down the pipeline. Um, got one of the best sports betters or sports handicappers uh, in America is going to join us before the season. Just messaged with him a couple days ago. Um, really good things are coming here for the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. Thank you to everybody who listens, watches, subscribes. Uh, leave us, um, <laughs> leave us some positive feedback on Apple Podcasts. I got into a little tiff with some Ravens fans a couple months ago because they don't want to hear the truth when it comes to their when it comes to their quarterback. And uh, I we got left a slew of one star reviews from Cosmo Kramer, proctologist was one of them. Mm -hmm. Said that I'm the worst host in America because I the have aspirin. too much. The aspirin, that's right because I have because I have biased takes. And yeah. that's why when you should see some of the DMs that I got from Ravens fans when I pretty much said Lamar Jackson isn't a good passer. Um, so please help us right the ship there with our ratings on Apple Podcasts. They got jettisoned by angry Ravens fans. Um, Lamar Jackson, who they won't allow uh, media to catch film of him throwing this. Uh, right, because he might be throwing underhand. He might be rig-burying it at this point. Might be <laughs> might be taking shooting free throws underhand. Um, okay, so NFL execs made their list mm -hmm. of the top 10 quarterbacks. We went over uh, inside linebackers, off-ball linebackers, edge rushers, etc. Let's first talk about Rodney Hudson. Let's talk about Rodney Hudson for a second. We'll, we'll push Collar to the third segment. So it's going to be a little bit beefier. Rodney Hudson gets traded for a third-round pick by the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals overpaid for Rodney Hudson. If you don't think that they did, you're wrong because he was cut. His contract was voided by the, Oakland, by the Las Vegas Raiders. And then they're like, whoopsie, we can actually get a draft pick for him. Steve Kime reaches out, rightfully so, says we need a center. And you know what? It was the good move. They did overpay for him, but it was a good move. Correct? We're on the same page there still, Bo? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it secured him. Yeah, it got him in the building. It wasn't, right. uh, they, they weren't going to get in a bidding war with somebody who could come in, whether Rodney Hudson wanted to go to a different location or he wanted to play with uh, different teammates. Steve Kime took that off the table. He said, we're, we're going to acquire him. We're, it's, it's worth the third round pick to us. And if you look at this, if the NFL execs are right and he is, you know, he, he plays up to his potential or his ranking, then yeah, it's, it's worth every, uh, you know, the draft capital that they spent. Yeah, and Corey Lindsley got a six-year, $52 million deal, I believe. Yeah. So um, it was like you look at a third-round pick and five-year, $62 million with 17 fully guaranteed, so I'm sure they'll front-load the hell out of that. But still, didn't have to pay for him. You just had to get third-round pick. So he comes in at ninth overall uh, yep. in centers in the NFL. And if well, I were to tell you – interior, hey, It's interior it's offense. Interior, line. interior lineman, sorry. So yep. if I were to tell you, Bo, that – you could trade a third-round pick for the ninth overall interior offensive lineman in the NFL. Would you do it? Yeah, no doubt about it. 100 times out of 100. So yeah. that is going to be, as I've called it, the spine of the offensive line. You have your bookends with DJ Humphreys. Kevin Beecham has been a vision since he's come here. It's been above average, and especially for the price point, that's been an incredible Steve Keim Houdini act that almost makes us forget about Andre Smith but doesn't. Almost makes us forget about Mason Cole, but doesn't. Almost makes us forget about Justin Pugh, but doesn't. So now you have the guys up front that should open up the A-gap for James Conner and Chase Edmonds a little bit more than what Mason Cole did last year. It should allow Kyler Murray a little bit more time protection-wise in the pocket if he chooses to use it before he inevitably moves out of the pocket and uses his legs to extend plays. Are the Cardinals set there going in? So say no more moves are made. 
Mm-hmm. You have Justin Pugh on the left side. You have Justin Murray, maybe. Josh Jones, maybe, on that right guard position. Are you happy yeah. with where the Cardinals are in the offensive line situation going into the 2021 season? I mean, with uh, with Rodney Hudson and DJ Humphreys, you get the quality. With everybody else, you kind of just flood the other positions with with numbers. And there's continuity there, at least. You know, you've got Justin Pugh coming back. Uh, you've got guys that have been in the or- within the organizational walls for the last couple seasons. And there's depth there for the first time in a long time. And, and they were building that way last year. This is... Uh, as we saw, like yet last, the last two years have been all about Kyler Murray and his maturation. Kyler Murray proved that he can be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. We'll talk about where he's ranked according to NFL execs, and I think it's pretty spot on. But it, it's been it was all about Kyler Murray. But we've seen Cliff Kingsbury thrives. His best opportunity to be a successful NFL head coach is when that run game is just absolutely just rolling. What's the and stat? When you can, 10 and 2 when they rush for over 150 yards. But I think you'd probably find that with most head, most head coaches. I haven't punched the numbers in for everybody else, but when you have that run pass balance, it just keeps the defense at bay and you can do a lot of good things, especially when you're a pass happy coach like, like Cliff Kingsbury. But you, he, we know that he loves Chase Edmonds. You brought in James Conner, who has the ability to not only run the ball, but catch the ball. And, and then you have Rodney Hudson. And now there's really no excuse. I think that this is going to be, as much as we're excited about Kyler Murray taking maybe a Josh Allen-type jump in year three, this run game under Cliff Kingsbury, even though there's not any guys that are just going to blow you away, I mean, there's no top 10 running back in this organization. But this run game as a whole, you know, the sum of the pieces are greater than like with the 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 it, the parts, right? I, I don't know. I mean, it's... The Arizona Cardinals run game has the ability to be the most special under Cliff Kingsbury. He's got his guy. You're laughing that I butcher that? Yeah. Yeah. You will get yeah. it right for me. If I, I think if, the whole is worth the sum of its parts, I believe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. No, and I agree. Listen, I mean, when it comes down to it all, and this is no disrespect towards the last two years, this is an adult football team. This is an NFL team that's balanced more than we've seen right. from the from Justin Pugh not having as much pressure on him to Buda Baker, you know, rising the ranks of safeties in the NFL. You know, we see the floor has raised predominantly on the offensive and defensive lines with J.J. Watt and Rodney Hudson. You brought some adults into the room that weren't Chandler Jones and an overpaid Justin, uh, Jordan Phillips at this point who wasn't able to stay on the field for, the, for a, you know, a good portion of last season. The cornerback room is obviously a question, but the wide receiver room got a little bit better. The running back room probably stayed the same, but the linebackers got a little bit more athletic. So, I mean, yeah. the balance is there way more than it's ever been, at least over you know the last five or seven years. And Kyler Murray is really the last main cog. Can he jump up to that next level? And we're going right. to talk about where the NFL execs have him and when, it, when they ranked their top 10 quarterbacks I was wrong. Bo was right. It uh, doesn't happen very often, but it happened here. We'll talk about that next Locked on Cardinals. But first, Bo, I ordered my orange Built Bars. Now, here's the thing. For those that don't know about Built Bar, you obviously haven't been watching the podcast or listening for very long. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. They're all chocolate covered, okay? They've got their nine main flavors. They've got their limited time flavors, which is the fun part. Built Grasshopper Cookie right now. Available, I, I believe it's still available, Bo. I need to double check. Yeah. 
That supply is lasting it. I believe it's still around. Okay, cool. So it's pretty much a thin mint cookie in mm -hmm. a protein bar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. Like, and also it's not like a hundred bites. It's not this thing that's gonna, you know, weigh you down. This thing is bless you. This thing is six bites, and you're gonna wish that it was that you could eat more of it because they really do taste incredible. I mean, some of the other flavors, coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies, and cream, German chocolate. Like telling you between 17, and 18 grams of protein, less than 180 calories, less than five grams of sugar, less than five grams of net carbs. Built Bar is where you want to be. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. They ripped off the Girl Scouts. You know, good for them. <laughs> it tastes just like the damn cookie. It is. That it, goes it, in uh, to the outtake portion of uh, <laughs> Locked on Cardinals. They ripped off the damn Girl Scouts. Trademark. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals. Final segment here. Uh, been teasing it all show. Kyler Murray finally gets his damn respect. We have people that actually watch games that wear suits to games and aren't sitting in a lab somewhere crunching numbers and not looking at, you know, athletes as people that have tendencies and, you know, have mistakes and and perform better than they should sometimes. Kyler Murray is ranked 10th in the NFL execs top 10 list of NFL quarterbacks entering 2021. Now, Bo said, I think it was on Friday, no, Thursday, Friday, Friday, that Kyler would probably be 10th. Is that what you said? And I said that he was going to be fringy where a guy like Ben Roethlisberger or uh, Matt Ryan would sneak into the top 10 yeah. in front of Kyler Murray. I was wrong, and and Bo, uh, you nailed it on the head. Yeah, I mean, finally, and this is just projection. I mean, this is where NFL execs kind of see things going in 2021. It's not like a uh, it, he didn't just do this because he had a good first couple of years. It's just they see that Kyler Murray is on the rise. And when you're just kind of projecting things out, like people probably made the mistake of not thinking about, hey, maybe Josh Allen takes a leap. If you were to look at, I'm sure, pre-2020 quarterback rankings, where do you think Josh Allen ranked before the season? It wasn't sniffing the top 10, that's for sure. And now he's a top five guy. As far as Kyler Murray's concerned, like we, I think we were talking about this. Is he a top? He's a fringe top 10 quarterback going into last season. And I think that he proved with his 37 total touchdowns, you know, his passing ability is right there on par with a lot of other quarterbacks. You mentioned Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, the statistics very comparable, but then you take into that edge, that other gear running the football. And that's part of the game that people like to uh, talk about with Allen and with uh, Lamar Jackson, but yet they kind of use it as a negative, like a, they stigmatize it for Kyler Murray because they're afraid he's going to get hit. But if you watch Kyler Murray play, he doesn't get him, put himself in harm's way. Where he got injured last year was on a pass when he hurt his shoulder. It wasn't him up in, in the open field. He has he doesn't get squared up. He's very shifty. I think he's a top ten guy, no doubt about it. Uh, and that's just you trying to use like that that foresight. Like, okay, how's this going to project instead of this group think? It's like, okay, you know, here are our guys. This is what they did last year, and this is what we we can't get it creative and think. Okay, this is what it's going to be next year. Right. 
and that's the thing. And, and I go back to this, and it's unfair, but it really rips the Band-Aid off of size and ability to stay healthy. Darren Sproles, like, he had a freak. I think he broke his ankle his second year, and then he was healthy. He was just healthy. Played all the games. He was healthy. And I know he wasn't a quarterback, but he was small. He weighed less than Kyler, and he's he would just bounce off the turf, and he knew when to go down. He knew when to run out of bounds. He knew how to do those things. And Kyler is, and I've said this, and I'll continue to say it, it's the most elusive quarterback in the NFL because he takes the least amount of hits. It's just directly correlated, correlated between the two. And you're right. I mean, he got hit on a pass, and Kyler always knows. And he's already gotten flack for it. And I think it'll start to go away as we saw what happened last year where Albert Kyler Murray is not good for business for the Arizona Cardinals. It's okay if he takes two less yards on a run and slides. It's okay if he goes down. It's okay if he goes down and gives up a sack instead of throwing a potential interception. Not lose after losing 15 yards like he did his rookie year a handful of times. But Kyler knows his stature. And he's very smart. He's very aware. So I think that, obviously, with us being closer to the situation, we are a little bit more lenient and we're a little bit more accepting to his size and how he can utilize it in a in a you know in a positive way as opposed to it looking like a negative. But yeah, top 10, I mean when it comes down to all of this, Bo, the only reason this has any sort of merit is because it's from execs and it's not a you know somebody just making a list in the middle of June like, "Oh, this should be fun. I'm bored. I've nothing to write about today." So for the other top 10, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. So Tom Brady being there at 3 is kind of uh you know, a linchpin in all of this because he could have been seven. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they could have, but at this point, he keeps winning Super Bowls. He's got to be up there. Russell Wilson, four. Josh Allen, five. Uh, Matthew Stafford, six. And Dak Prescott, seven. You'll see a, a glaring omission here of Deshaun Watson, who is not even in the top 10. So you think that Deshaun Watson would have probably taken Kyler Murray's spot. Probably. But Deshaun Watson's not there. And, you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, the Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, 6-7 with Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert, 8-9. That really surprised me. With that, you see a floor higher with Matthew Stafford and Dak Prescott. More stability over, over, their, uh, you know, over their careers than Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert has only played one year. Do you agree with those? Uh, I don't agree with, with Stafford at all. I, I I don't agree that Stafford is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. I don't know what universe that that was done. I, do you think Sean McVay would even take Matthew Stafford over the quarterbacks that are ranked behind him? Uh no. I mean, I think Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's the wave of the future. I mean, he's like he's it, Josh Allen in his third year after his rookie year. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I just don't understand why the heck they would do that. As far as I, I don't understand what they're seeing. I mean, I this. And it, it finally got its due. It finally was called out yesterday. And I talked to Matt Derry on the Lockdown NFL podcast who covered Stafford for so many years. And he's like, look, let's not crown him just yet. We kind of know who Matthew Stafford is. It's For some reason, we think that he's in the right situation and he's going to finally just emerge and just be this absolute just stud quarterback. But there right. are... Matthew Stafford has been a part of the problem as, just as much as he hasn't been. I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty good ranking for Kyler Murray. Uh, I just, he has ability to kind of approach the top five, but there are some guys that are entrenched there, but, uh, it's good for the Arizona Cardinals. It's all about your ability to impact the game and win football games. And he has that 
Like he just has so many ways that he can kill you. We know that it uh, with him when he kind of disappeared a little bit um, down the stretch that the Arizona Cardinals suffered mightily. But we know what he's capable of doing. One thing that we need to continue to remind everybody, last year's schedule was a college football schedule compared to what the Arizona Cardinals are going to face this year. It wasn't just the teams they played. It was the backup quarterbacks that they played. It was the star players that the other teams did not have. And the Cardinals stayed healthy for the majority of the season, you know, save Chandler Jones and Kyler Murray the last couple of weeks. We are going to, without a doubt, know where Kyler Murray stands after the 2021 season. It is going to be a murderer's row of quarterbacks and wide receiver ones that the Cardinals are going to play against. And it's going to come down to Kyler Murray's ability to put up points that will really be the true test of if the Cardinals can make it to the playoffs and take that next step forward. Alex Nancy Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. We will talk to you tomorrow.